0: Finally found my niche and finally found my voice through Clubhouse. Just because of people I've met, I've decided to become an advocate for those who need to learn about disabilities.
1: Welcome to the CAMCAST. The CAM Project is the take action nonprofit organization to inspire, influence, and impact kids and teens worldwide. Your CAMcast host interviews older teens, parents, mentors, and specialists, providing tips, advice, education, inspiration, and a supportive community to kid and teen entrepreneurs. Introducing owner of Actionista Live and co-founder of The CAM Project, your host, Samara Beth Hurley.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to The CAM Project podcast. I am Samara Hurley, co-founder of The CAM Project, along with my wonderful daughter, Ava Hurley, who's age 11 and owner of Whisk It with Flava. Ava is in school today, which means it's time for mommy to do the interviews. We are here today with such a special, special guest. Her name is Wyn Kelly Charles, and she is fabulous. Wynn is going to talk a little bit more about herself, but Wynn has cerebral palsy and she has an amazing mission of helping others with physical and mental disabilities. She wants to help them find their voice, whether it by written or spoken word. And today, I have a great treat for you. You guys are gonna get to hear all about Wynne. And she's a winner, I have to say, Wynn is a winner. Her parents named her right. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, Wynn. how are you?
0: Well, you are so welcome and I'm good. As Samara said, I have cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy is a lack of oxygen injury at first. I have been battling cerebral palsy for 33 years, almost. It will be 34 years in June. And I have four disabilities in my little body, only 4 foot 11 body. And I have asthma, cerebral palsy, sleep apnea, and reflux disease.
2: Wow. I, I cannot imagine when you must go through so much. Can you walk me through a day? Can you walk the listeners through a day from the time you wake uh, up? Yes. I. It's uh, <laughs> probably not easy.
0: 24 hour care. So I have AIDS come in on a daily basis, to help me shower and help me get ready. Then I do journalism stuff and stuff independently during the day, and I need help with cooking, with cleaning, because due to my um, physical disability, I can't clean my own house, I can't cook, but I can do
2: podcasting and journalism work during the day. Absolutely. It, it was kind of amazing. When and I met through Clubhouse, through a room. Which room was that?
0: I don't even remember now.
2: <laughs> I don't even know. We met through one of the rooms. I was speaking, and Wynne jumped onto her phone and she, or her device, and texted me, well, messaged me, DM me through Instagram about her and how she wanted to work with me and the CAM project. And I am so excited to have Wynn as part of the CAM project and probably part of my family. And it actually is a blessing too for her because I happen to just gone through the entire process with the state of Arizona and Phoenix for my son who has autism. In getting him into the system through the DDD, which is the Developmental Disabilities Organization here, and all the government services that we've had to do, so I'm going to be able to help win, get what she needs to get in the state of Arizona. It just we say in Yiddish, it's beshert. Beshert means it's meant to be, and the universe has fully aligned me every day in the last couple of weeks. I have to tell you, Clubhouse has really been. <laughs> I can't even tell you. Tell me what Clubhouse has done for you, win because I know it's pretty much saved me.
0: And For those of you that don't know, for those of you who are listening to this at the time of recording, this Clubhouse is a iOS Apple-only app. We hope that it will be on Android soon because of the nature of Clubhouse, it's still in beta. It's still an invite only. We hope it gets opened up to the public soon. Those of you that have iPhones, we, we Samara and I, highly, highly, highly recommend you download Clubhouse. You jump on Clubhouse because Clubhouse is used as a networking tool. Clubhouse is not another social media app. It's a networking tool where you can hear people speak from London, from Australia, from the U.S., from east to west coast on the U.S. side, London, Australia, every which way, men, women, kids, Kids are on there, too, with their parents' permission. I have met 14-year geniuses on Clubhouse, and it's a really good app to network with in a time we can't network because of COVID.
2: That's right, and it's more than a business network. It's a social network. It has. It has opened up so many windows for me in every possible way. And I would not have met you otherwise. So let's just say that. And we do not work for Clubhouse and we get no money for saying that. We are just true believers. I've only been on there for two weeks. When did you get on?
0: I got nominated on, I've been on there for months. My podcast exploded due to Clubhouse. I, the business Mm -hmm. connections I have made on Clubhouse is amazing. So I wish Clubhouse would
2: help us with the camp projects, but we'll see. They would also. It already has. In fact, uh, a lot of people. Yeah, it already has. I have a lot of people who volunteered to pitch in and I also run a Clubhouse room. The first time I ran it, it lasted 3-4 hours, three four hours and I thought it was only going to be 30 minutes and I'd be lucky if 2 people showed up. It was a full room, 4 hours. It was crazy. I had to make other people moderators just to help me so I could go get my kids and everything. <laughs> and then we had another room and it's been so powerful. I can't even speak more of that. But okay, enough about Clubhouse. Maybe they'll make us your, their spokespeople. <laughs> Maybe. So you, are, you mentioned your podcast. You are so successful with your podcast. You've had, is it 1,500 1, episodes? 1,500 episodes. I'm just going to say that again, just, just so people hear that right. 1,500 podcast episodes published. Okay. And you started, is it in 2010? Yes. See, what I do is when I get someone's podcast, I go back to number one. I don't start at the end. I start in the beginning. It's the best way to learn how to podcast, and I'm a new podcaster. But it's also the best way to get to know those the hosts. So tell us about why you started, and I want to hear all about it.
0: I started. Well, you started with Ask When. If you go um, full and I'm slowly pivoting my podcast to a cup of win. So I'm slowly pivoting my podcast because I have finally found my niche and finally found my voice through Clubhouse just because of people I've met. I've decided to become an advocate for those who need to learn about disabilities. Hello. Hello, I'm a disabled person and a lot of people I meet I automatically assume that they can Google sample palsy and what sample palsy is. In fact my own stepmom Googled what sample palsy is and what she was dealing with. Hello, you don't do that. You meet the person where they're at with autism or you meet the person where they're at with sample palsy. Then you Google. When smell started Listening to my podcast, it was under the auspices of Winds Women of Wisdom, and then changed to Ask Win, and now is pivoting into a, a cup of Win. And what I'm trying cup to of Win, and is, you have a
2: cup of coffee on your logo, right? Yes.
0: And I, what I'm Love it. trying to do is teach people about disabilities and teach people how. To interact with people with disabilities.
2: I'm actually curious. Um, we watched all the episodes of the show Speechless. Have you ever watched that? I have. I'm just. I'm curious on your your opinion on it as someone with cerebral palsy.
0: I didn't like it at all. I will admit that publicly that they did a terrible okay. job portraying CP, and I mm-hmm. will state that publicly. Speechless, not my favorite show, but again, um cerebral palsy is not heavily represented in media because of cerebral palsy and because I don't know if you ever saw the movie Upside, The Upside, based on a true French novel with Brian Cranston and I the name escapes me right now who played p l i Eyes Man. I thought it was highly highly well done but the disabled community threw a hissy fit about the upside because they thought, Well, why um didn't they get a disabled actor to play the disabled person and my stepmom proved a good point. Along them going, the upside came out. She goes, Well, if you had the acting skills, you wouldn't be able to do the acting of a disabled person. Even though you are disabled, you wouldn't be able to do the law because that law is so intense.
2: Right. Okay. It's the first time I'm hearing that. That's really interesting. Okay. So, um, well, thanks for your opinion on that. And I mean, listen, my husband is a submariner and he says every submarine movie is inaccurate too. So sometimes they just need to do a little bit more research or hire the right people for the job. Yes. So maybe there's a an acting career in the future for you when, I don't know, just saying, maybe they discover you during well, this podcast. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> So, okay. So the CAM project, we just, what did we meet yesterday or two days ago? We met two days ago. And I immediately said, I have to interview you. You're perfect. (laughs) Um, You are perfect inside out, all around. So with the CAM project, we have people helping out in all different ways and contributing and collaborating and supporting and across the board and helping teens and kids find out what their passions are or take their passions and turn them into businesses and teach them how to run a business. So I'm really excited to have you on board because you have done so much in your life and you were a teacher. Can you tell us a little bit about what you taught and, and what happened there, how, what that was I, like for you? I taught music, first of all, and
0: I tried to do admin stuff that was a complete disaster and a half And then I tried to do diversity and inclusion stuff for my school that I taught at. Basically, I lost my job due, not only due to COVID. Now, granted, I didn't get COVID, but when the pandemic first started, I lost my job. And I now that I think about it, I also lost my job due to my disability, due to they weren't Necessarily asking me what I wanted to do, and I they were just sticking, uh, sticking me in the room and letting me do admin tasks and not really in place of my gifts. And then, um, I decided because of this diversity and inclusion movement and in Black Lives Matter and all that, I have decided it's more about checking, it's less about checking the checkbox and more about interacting with the person. It's less about checking the checkbox of, yes, we hire a person who's differently abled, more about interacting with the person and using their gifts.
2: So I'm curious. So I'd love to hear more about your musical gift. Because, you know, we have listeners here in Arizona where you're moving that might be listening.
0: I can sing. You, um, I just have to tune up my voice a little bit, but I can actually hold a tune, believe it or not. And people don't <laughs> believe it <when> I say. <laughs> Probably
2: more than I can. <laughs> actually
0: hold a tune and actually make it sound good. I just need to, I, um, Space where I can take singing lessons again.
2: So you mentioned journalism. That was actually my major in college. I never even told you that I was a uh, public relations major in the College of Journalism at University of Maryland. Graduate of nineteen nine, class of ninety eight. <laughs> uh, when what type of journalism are you doing? I'd like to hear more about that.
0: I am slowly but surely finishing up a journalism degree, I will use that as a part of digital journalism. And then I will just keep doing what I'm doing. Basically, the the papers going to say I got a journalism degree, but I'm already a
2: journalist. That is really amazing. Are you able to type or write with your disability? I am not. Are you able to use your fingers?
0: I can and I can't. My palsy gets in the way, so I use speech dictation. I use um, every which way I can. I typically love audio, love Clubhouse, love any form of audio. I will just stick to digital journalism. Typing, not so much, but I can do typing with speech mm-hmm. dictation.
2: Now, you mentioned your team uh, many times, even offline. So tell me, who is part of your team? Who are these lucky individuals? And what's going to happen when you move?
0: Oh, the lucky individuals are staying here, <laughs> but will still be in contact. I have my assistant. I have my stepmom and a couple of other awesome team members that are in the way to work and they would like to stay in the woodwork as often as I can, even though, um, I want to mention them due to privacy reasons. I, they would like to stay anonymous. These lucky individuals, I have been so incredibly <laughs> blessed to have the team. I do have a team win and, um, I'm gaining more and more of a team every single Day just because of my story and just what I have overcome. I lost most of my parents. I lost, this is one of the reasons why I'm testing Arizona and potentially moving to Arizona 99% positive, but I lost most of my parents. I lost one in 2010, and then the other one in 2019, to undiagnosed lung cancer.
2: So sorry, Wynn. So sad. And then who stepped in? Your stepmother?
0: My stepmom has been um, taking care of me for the last year. And then when the decision was made for me to go to Arizona, um, because of this specialized community, my stepmom was fully supportive my biological family left me in the dark the day my dad died. Both sides uh, of my biological I'm family. So sorry. Both sides, where they're on board and then they get off board. So I can't rely on my biological family to take care of me. And as my stepmom gets older, I saw the writing on walls that I needed to go. Find a community for myself. And so I was given the opportunity last year. Well, basically this year in 2021, I was presented with a hard choice as to keep my house in Aspen, Colorado and suffer through or just sell the house and move. And I decided to sell the house because I knew, I knew I couldn't manage this house, and my stepmom, who I love dearly, but she has a full-time job, so her managing this house is tough as well, and managing me and managing my care is tough as well. I decided on a spur of the moment with two of my team members that will remain anonymous for right now until I get this whole thing Worked out. I decided with two of my team members that I would sell my house, the house that I grew up in. And they both looked at me and said, You want to do what? You, um, I told one of the team members that the first day she met me, and this was a year we've been working together for a year, the first day she met me. I go, I want to stay in this house. Well, turns out that I cannot, and now it's time for me to move and be open and honest about my move and to where I'm going and what's the fun adventure of a 13-hour drive. It doesn't scare me, mind you. See what the future holds.
2: I'm trying really hard not to cry when... Been through so much, you know. Everybody's been through a lot with COVID, but the grass is always greener, right? And um, so is your stepmom. Is your stepmom going to do the drive with you here to check out Arizona and the facilities? She's uh, nope. She's leaving me to my own
0: devices. I have a handicapped accessible van coming to meet me, and then my handicapped accessible van, mind you, power wheelchair. And we're going to be sent on the way with an assistant, and we're just going to see what Arizona
2: has to buy. So just to be clear, you who is in a wheelchair and your assistant are going to drive in a handicapped van, which you own, from Colorado to Arizona. With everything you own in the van. Yes.
0: With everything I own, everything I want to take with me in the van.
2: Wow. Okay. Well, I'll be here with a parade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there will be signs. I'm sure. I'm sure that a lot of That is unbelievable. Very brave. Yeah. I am just blown away by by you and your independence. The fact that you don't let anything stop you and I'm actually curious because CAM is all about helping, you know, a lot of kids and teens are told they can't do something or they're told they have to do something they don't want to do. And sometimes the parents are in the right and many times they're not. So especially as the kids get older, um, I also have come across many kids who were raised in foster homes and moved around and, and some people who've come out of jail. And it's amazing what the CAM project has brought to me. I mean, people who have just overcome... More hurdles than anyone can imagine. When some of us, our biggest hurdle is getting our kids to stop playing Roblox on their phone. Let's put things in perspective here. I am so impressed and blown away. And if we have other kids listening, or teens, or parents, or relatives, or social workers, and mental health specialists, and all the people that are listening to the CAM podcast, which I know they are, what advice would you give to them if they're being told they can't do something? At a teenage age, or even up, I mean, we have 21 year olds too that are part of this group. What advice can you give them? And did anyone tell you when you were younger, you can't be a journalist, you can't do this, you yeah, can't do that? They, so they, I guess start with that and then give the advice. Me, <laughs> you know,
0: they told my parents, this child will never walk, this child will never talk, this child will never eat. Put this child in a home. Fortunately, I came from. The end of the generation of homes were the it's the sixties, the seventies, and the eighties that doctors were telling the parents to put their kids in the special needs homes, and then in two thousand nineteen, I tried to get put in a special needs home again because of My family being dum dumbs and coming out here, emotionally abusing me. That's right. She said dum-dums. Abusing me. And then they didn't... Physically abusing you? Yeah. I've been physically and emotionally abused. (sighs) By your blood relative. Was By a blood relative, yes. This was um, one month after my dad died. They came out. They did what they needed to do. They emotionally Mm -hmm. and physically abused me the day after I turned
2: 33. That was, what, a year ago? That was a year ago. (sighs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: I um, was not only hitting rock bottom because I lost my world. My father just died one month being into off, and I had also lost my world because I was now looking at myself as a bad guy I figured out through me doing research and me asking the right questions, what cerebral palsy was, I put the bravery stick up to two physical therapists, and I said, well, is cerebral palsy a neurological condition or a bone and joint condition? They both looked at me and said, when you have a neurological condition, now deal with it. And... That's Your family
2: said this? No.
0: Two specialists. Uh, two PTs, two physical therapists.
2: Okay, so two physical therapists told you that you have a neurological disability and just to deal with it.
0: Just to deal with and you were 33 this was a year ago. So this way before I- Take a
2: breather. Take your what? Yeah. Drink your water. You're talking a lot. I don't want you to have an asthma attack. Please take your time oh, and you. drink your water. Um, you. know what's really interesting is right now I'm getting a call from my son's vocation uh vocational okay. rehabilitation yeah. advocate that Yep. I love it. She's calling me right now. She's a vocational rehabilitation specialist that works for Gavin for his resume and helping him find the jobs that he would excel in. He's a huge Lego building engineer mind. He loves science and space. And so she's working on helping him with his resume and helping him find a better future. There is so much out there for our kids and for adults with disabilities. Yes. If you are listening to this, I mean, first of all, I've like I'm blown away. I didn't even know everything about this. This is the first time I'm hearing uh, many of these things. I met Wynne two days ago on Clubhouse. We talked for like an hour yesterday and been texting because she was going to help with some services and help me out with some connections and work with me. And she'll probably co-host some stuff with me. I'm just blown away. I'm not surprised because I know it does happen. I know that the physical and mental abuse for disabilities happens. None of that is surprising me in this world, but we have to help our kids, and we have to help the disabled and the elderly. I mean, everyone. And COVID is hard on everyone. And I get that it brings on more stress than we've ever felt in our world. Multiply that magnitude by 10 or 50 times for the kids and adults with disabilities and with challenges and learning challenges. It's awful. And I'm so heartbroken to hear that you have gone through that. And it even happened a year ago. Here, you're like 1,500 episodes in in a podcast. You are a teacher. You have come so far. You're doing journalism. You're getting a degree. And then you still were being treated like nothing. I am so sorry, Wynn. And there are good people out there. So we just have and to get rid of those. I,
0: I want to make it clear. My stepmom didn't do it. My aide at the time didn't do it. One family member did it. The other family member didn't say stop and she
2: just um, didn't do anything about it, Right, which is just it. as bad. And
0: I am in touch with my family now, but it's on a limited basis and I am in touch. Sure. Not legally. I can't be in touch with the abuser herself, but I am in touch with the witness and To this day, they don't think they did anything wrong. They were trying to help me. They think what I did was absolutely bananas, and what I did was um, not absolutely bananas because I knew what was going on. I, in my unbeknownst, my abuser, my um, background as a teacher, as a, first responder I'm trained to look for emotional and physical abuse. And so I knew what was going on. I knew the red flags.
2: Folks, Wynne is not just a pretty face. She's smart. No. She's trained. We're gonna teach her taekwondo. She's amazing. No. We'll get you some self defense. Those arms can do some amazing things. And the head. Use the head. And we're, gonna, head. we're gonna take good care of Win in Scottsdale, Arizona. We don't treat people like that. No here. And
0: what really surprised my aide and I still talk to all my witnesses. I still talk to my stepsister. I still talk to my stepmom, of course I'm woman with my stepmom. And of course I still talk to my aide who witnessed this and they all couldn't believe what they were witnessing. I still haven't found out what my aides feelings were about this but my aide was blocking the doorway and basically shaking because this was her child she her adopted child and she basically saw what went on since May 19th and so that's why I'm a emotional and physical abuse advocate too so
2: you know one of the things that I have found with Clubhouse is that we all have a journey, we all have a story, and many of us, not everyone, but many of us have gone through some very tragic things in our lives, things that no one else should ever have to go through. For me, it was being pregnant with a child with giant on where his liver, intestines, and stomach were in a membrane outside of his body. He had a hole in his heart and a 10% lung capacity. And I went through a horrible period. Um, I was pregnant with him for eight weeks and I did deliver him and we had a funeral. It was a horrible situation for me where I had to almost choose one child with autism over another child who wasn't going to survive. And it lays so heavy on my heart and I am just, it will never leave me. And it's been 12 years. He was born stillborn a year before Ava was born. They actually wanted to deliver Ava. She was a preemie, and they wanted to deliver her on Cameron's birthday. But I said, no, that's his day. And it was very soon for me. It was a year before, so very soon. Cameron. So Ava's birthday is February 13th. Cameron, Frederick's birthday, birth and death day, I should say, is February 15th. Gavin's birthday is February 19th. And my birthday is March 2nd, shortly after. It is a roller coaster every single year when Valentine's Day comes out in the stores. It's those triggers of emotions and things that happen. It's what happens to us though, that journey, and my journey is long, but the journey that we go through, it might be horrible at the time, but we don't always know that it does happen for a reason or gives us the strength. And it sounds to me like you, my journey is the CAM project. Ava and I decided to come up with the CAM project and name it in memory of her brother, Cameron. And even though we spelled Cameron with a C, Ava had the idea to change it to a K so we could do kid action makers because this is for kids and teens and even young adults up to 21, to be honest. And our way of helping others and save other kids' lives who are suicidal, depressed, lonely, bullied, feel that are told that they can't make anything of themselves in their life is our way of giving back and it's almost like i go and get the vaccination cuz i almost feel like i have to save hundreds and thousands well in that case every every night that i work from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. it's 6000 shots are being administered 6000 okay vaccines during that 9 hour 8 9 hour period So that, to me, is a way of giving back and saving lives because I'm not a nurse or a doctor. I am not a firewoman or police or anything like that. I am not able to help in that way. But if we can save kids and teens and even adults who have disabilities, who have even just family lives, they might have been foster children, they might have been in and out of youth programs and facilities. They might be abandoned or they might be not abandoned and really loved, but their mind is just like ready to develop and create. And they're just mini entrepreneurs, type A's like me, extroverts like Ava. You know, there's so many people out there that have so much good to share. And I don't think you should tack an age on it. You even mentioned that, you know, a 14-year-old genius from Clubhouse and we are part of it. Kidpreneur, uh networking groups and, and following kids all over the world on Instagram through Ava's Whisk It With Flava Instagram page. We're watching kids making lip balms and scrunchies and graphic design and science STEM kits and robotics, whatever it may be. We have to bring the positive, creative, entrepreneurial self out of these individuals and help them shine. And COVID put us back so many steps. We're we're back. I feel like I'm back to 1950s. Yeah. in my house a lot of the time. Okay. Yeah. I feel like all I would do, all I was doing was cooking, cleaning dishes, cooking, cleaning. And you know, it was like it was constant for a year. Yeah. We need to jump out of that. And when what you went through is something that no one should go through, with a disability or not. Yeah. And with that, you have also found a way to help others. That is your gift. Yes. I want to say, this is Samara Hurley and I'm done speaking. No. I, I'm so like clubhouse addicted to It's like I'm no. so used to saying, this is Samara no. Hurley. This is Samara Hurley. I'm done speaking. I want to tap the microphone like, for clapping or approving. Microphone. No, but we're not tapping the microphone. Yeah. No, I'm not but, tapping. Um,
0: I am swelled and honored to be the assistant of the CAM project. The CAM Project is near and dear to my heart, only because I taught kids. I will try and do whatever I can to help you guys. And once I get down there, we'll make things happen. So you guys can follow me on AskWin, follow my digital nomad journey, and follow me on AskWin on Instagram. Follow me on Ask When. Ask When can be found on all digital platforms, could be found on all digital audio platforms. That's right.
2: I was writing that down. So we will add that information in the show notes and we are going to tag and promote you when this podcast launches, which I'm going to try to get this up as soon as possible. When we have run out of time, but when you get here to Arizona, we definitely have. To have a outside podcast follow up, we want to hear all about it, all about the facility. It looks amazing, and I want to do hats. I want to say hats off to your stepmother; she sounds incredible. What's her first name? Mallory. Mallory. Hat. I've never met a Mallory, but the Mallory from <laughs> from what was it? I can't think of the TV show. Mallory was the sister with of Alex P. Keaton in Oh Family Ties great 80s show. Um, Hats off to Mallory for being an incredible stepmother, for stepping up to the plate. Your father knows how to pick the right kind of woman, apparently, because that is not an easy thing to do. And And it's easy for her to say, I'm not even her real mom. I'm out. They don't
0: hand you a playbook for disabilities, Mm -mm. especially when it comes to your stepchild. They... Don't hand you a playbook for disabilities. they hand you a cute kid, and they say, "You go deal with this cute kid, autism or sal all alike and so I wish these hospitals would give a little bit more to these parents and i I truly wish and maybe maybe in the th- next couple of years, I'll create. Support group for step parents. I don't know online, I don't know how that's going to work, but I truly appreciate your time, Samara. And I hope that everyone enjoyed this episode. And please go follow us on Clubhouse. And as I said, follow me, follow Whisker with Ava on Instagram, and please also leave a five-star review in the Apple podcast when this episode comes out, when you're listening to it. All it's going to do is help my eyeballs get
2: to the Camp Projects podcast. And, yeah. You're amazing. So just to reiterate, your handle name is at ask, A-S-K win, W-I-N. And then is a cup of win also a tagline? is also a handle name, it, or you just have the one? I, I just have the one, and it's ask, ask, A-S-K-A-S-K. Oh, ask twice. Okay. Yes. So a- I forgot about that. I actually did know that. I apologize. Ask, ask, win. So A-S-K-A-S-K-W-I-N. You can find her on, you can find win on Instagram, Facebook, and her podcast is called A Cup of Win, and you can link to it from her social media. And definitely find her on Clubhouse. And you're also Ask Ask Win on Clubhouse, or is just your I name? I am Ask Win on Clubhouse. Okay, so on Clubhouse, she's Ask Win, So only one ask on Clubhouse, two asks on social media everywhere. Yeah. I love you, Win. You're We're gonna, just going to confuse everybody. Hey, I'll tell you what, just contact me and I'll tell you how to find it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Win, you're amazing. I adore you. And thank you so much for being a guest on the Cam Project podcast. I'm very sorry that Ava missed it. I will play it for her. And we'll do a video one next time. We just weren't able to do it this time. And I think there was a little bit of a Wi-Fi connection to where you are because it's a little fuzzy. So I'm glad we didn't bank on the video. We just have the audio for today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you again, Win. Thank you for everyone who's been supportive of the CAM project thus far. There is so much to be done. There's so much assistance that I need and Ava and I both need. So please contact me at Samara, S-A-M-A-R-A at ActionistaLive.com. You can find that information in the show notes. And Ava is interviewing kids who want to become entrepreneurs or already are. And it's whether you're a dog walker, babysitter, or making and selling bracelets or a baked goods like Ava, lemonade stands, whatever it may be, or you could be developing something a little more high-tech and doing graphic design or an artist. There's so many things. Our kids need to find the passion and then we need to help them learn how to run the business. So that's what the CAM project is about. It's not just a mentorship program. There's way more to it. We're going to help them make money. Thank you again, everybody. Have a wonderful day. I adore
1: you, Wynn. Thank you, guys. Bye, you guys. Thank you for listening. We would love to consider your kid or teen as a potential guest on Camcast Kids, hosted by the Cam Project co-founder, Kidpreneur, Ava Hurley, and friends. Also accepting applications for parents, educators, specialists, and entrepreneurs on the Camcast. Visit thecamproject.org to apply. Remember to follow our podcasts and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.